Check, check. All right. Welcome to the first official episode of the Raidnard versus the World podcast. I'm excited to be back. And I came back with some really good content because that's what I'm going to do from now on. Nothing but good content. You know, I'm trying to bring the worlds together, different content from this arena, from that arena. And I pull it together. That's my thing. I like to do crossovers. So in light of the start of the 2023 NBA playoffs right around the corner, I thought it'd be cool to draft my own team of basketball players. But instead of drafting from a pool of real life players, like Bede, Jokic, you know, them guys, I thought I'd switch it up. Let sports crossover into fantasy and draft a team compromise of comic book characters. But you can't draft alone. So here with me today, I have a couple of gentlemen who know a lot about basketball, who know a lot about comic books, probably more than me, to be honest, on both topics. So I might get my ass kicked in this draft. But listen, I'm trying to I'm trying to have a good time. But I do want to win, too. But yeah, I have my guests with me today. I'm introduce him. I got Corey Bowman with me. Corey was going on. I've known Corey for a minute. I felt like when I met him, we was talking about basketball and comic books back in ninth grade. Yeah, I always been doing both of them at the same time. So always been a big Marvel fan. Always been a basketball fan. So let's get it. And then I got my boy Chris KLM with me right here. Big basketball fan. Big comic book fan. What's up, Chris? What's going on? I mean. Quite honestly, if it involves guys in bright color spandex, you pretty much got my attention, whether it's basketball or superheroes. So <laughs> there you go. If it's bright and colorful and they're running around in tight spandex, I'm, I'm locked in. So we'll see how it goes. So why don't y'all uh, give the little listeners a little more background about y'all? You know, I'm going to be on every episode of this show, so they're going to get to know me over time. Corey, what you got going on in your life? You know, I know you got your, your beginner's luck clothing popping. Yeah, I, I'll just be working, and then once I get out of work, it's us. Yeah, focus on my beginner's luck brand and just now I got a new dog and shit. So it's just always home now. Got to watch him. And yeah, just went, hopefully it gets nice out soon so I can get out and actually play some basketball. So, yeah, I feel that. What about you, Chris? I know you was a uh, Chris journalist, journalism in your background. Yeah, just trying to still keep still keeping that journalism dream alive, working on getting my talk show up and running and stuff like that. Also doing the whole dog parent thing, trying to keep keep up with this four-legged child of mine at home so slowly working on that I working hear you, on the mine's t- 14 weeks so oh yeah see mine's a little she's still rambunctious but she's not that young either <laughs> but she's still a ball of fire so keeping up with her just trying to do the adulting thing get these bills paid and just work on getting the show so, the show going slowly but surely if you get a chance go on a klm tv that's uh his his youtube I, I know he hasn't put anything out in a while but i like the stuff that you had on there it was a pretty yeah, good content. Slowly but surely getting back there. Just got to fine-tuning first. Hopefully we can hear some of that soon. And I remember Corey told me a dope idea he had, and I hope he materializes it one day. He said, I want to open up a comic book store meets like a clothing boutique. I don't know if I'm going to do that now. Okay. Because I'm definitely getting away from comic books. I already have everything I need now. And it's just my boys own the shop, and I see how – yeah, how much time yeah. they put into it and how much of a hassle it could be. So, yeah, I think I'm going to stick to the clothing now. All right, all right. So uh, I like to do like little icebreakers before we get into it, you know, warm us up, warm the listeners up. So I, I call this segment the quarter piece conversation. So we're going to do a fantasy draft of comic book heroes for NBA teams. 
But I got to thinking, what about those fantasy sports that we've seen in movies and comics and what and whatnot, right? Like some of the stuff that like you watch in movies and it's a, a fictional sport that you've never seen before. So I want to know of any fictional sport that exists in the world of medium, if you could pick one that actually existed in real life, what would it be? So I'll go first. Mm. I'll go first. Pod racing. Star Wars. That was my second choice. That's my number one. Like everybody who's a Star Wars fan, we all know the division that Star Wars episode one, the Phantom Menace brings about. But there's two really good scenes in that movie. There's the end scene, the duel of the fates, when Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are fighting Darth Maul. And there's the pod race, pod racing scene. Those are the two best scenes in the movie, in my opinion. And I always thought every time I watched a pod racing scene, especially now with like Star Wars delving out into different like mediums and doing different things outside of the jet, I was like, yo, we need a pod racing movie. Like, give me a movie just about pod racing. I don't fuck with NASCAR, but this shit is like NASCAR on steroids. It's like Mario Kart meets NASCAR meets Star Wars. That's basically what it is. And so, like, if they had that shit, I'd be watching that shit. I religiously would watch that shit. Yeah, that was 100% my second choice, too. That's crazy. Damn, you already mentioned a racing one, so I think I'm going to stick to the next one that popped in my head. So. And what was the one you thought about? I was going to say Tron was pretty crazy if you could make that. I thought about Tron. Tron would be Light really dope. would be dope. Yeah. That would be cool. Just a visual of it. Like, imagine being in a stadium. It's completely dark, and you're just looking down on the grid. I guess that's what they would call it. And you just see these like like snake in live. That's the only thing with pod racing. Like if you if you're watching pod racing, the viewing experience at the stadium wouldn't be great. It'd be better to watch it at home because you're like racing around like canyons. Okay. So it's like it's like like the Grand Prix. Like you don't get you only get to see the cars when they pass you by. It's not like NASCAR where you're it's all in one circle. Mario Kart would be fire too though. Yeah, that would be crazy. That'd be like crazy motherfuckers have to do that. So yeah, yeah. so if you don't do trauma, would you do that? Okay, we gotta bring it. virtual reality. I'm going with Ready Player One, man. That's I honestly crazy. have not seen that movie. That's an amazing movie. I get taught like and, the th- I love and it. it makes me mad that I haven't seen it because it's definitely 100 percent something I know I would love. I just haven't gotten around to watching. It. I think it's sitting in my my lists on HBO. It has like mad nostalgic characters in yeah. it. Oh, I've I've seen oh, the I've seen looks, the clips like sick. I've seen like Master Chief running around in that movie. Spawn, Gundams, like. All types of stuff in there. But like, like virtual reality, crazy. that would be insane. It's like a battle. It's like Fortnite, but yeah, like on steroids. It looks crazy. I, I think like the Ready Player One movie, when I left the theater, I was like trying to think of like, is this a good movie? Is this a bad movie? And it was like one of the few times when I went and I saw a movie and I was like, it was just a fun movie. Like it, it, I didn't care about necessarily the plot like Mm -hmm. you know i didn't care about like the character development like it was just fun like it was an entertaining movie like if i had to grade the entertainment it was a 10 out of 10 like you're just watching and you see i 100 percent get what you mean there's some of those movies where like you said it's not necessarily like oh was it good was it bad it's just like you were you came there for a a, like a certain thing and Mm -hmm. you just nailed that one thing you cared about and that's like all that matters like you saw the iron giant fighting a gundam and yeah, it was Chucky, like Chucky yeah, popped it was out like, stabbing cats. Yeah, it was like Chucky was like a grenade. So like, yeah. like through Chucky and Chucky's like stabbing people, like bro. And you just see like in the background, like randomly, like I think it was a uh, battle toads walking next to a teenage mutant ninja turtle. That's crazy. And, like that's just like in the yeah, background. I gotta get to it. Yeah, so it's, it's funny, just like though, with like all that entertainment and action going on, they 
shove that love scenes in there and make it a romantic film. It's just so funny. I just think like the only reason I probably wouldn't want Ready Player One to be real because I feel like my life would be in that. Like it's basically like the metaverse, but badass. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. We, we already get absorbed enough into like our phones and stuff now. Like imagine like if something like that was legit, where it's yeah. like like you're looking to your left and Master Chief is looking you in your face, and then you look to your right and it's Goku. Yeah, like yeah, hey, what, it could be Hunger Games out here. So for real, that would be crazy. So what about you, Chris? What was your number for one? One hundred percent pro bending from the Legend of Korra. I like, don't know what that see, is. See, I don't know what you got to explain to us. So, in The Legend of Korra, like, because, like, after... So, if you guys... I know you've watched Avatar. Have you seen Avatar The Last Airbender? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so, Korra's universe is set 70 years after, like, all that stuff has happened. So, like, things have become more industrialized and technology's going up. So, they created a sport around bending. So, basically how it works is you have, like, let's call it a court, essentially, and it's split in half and there's three zones on each court and each team has three players and you have a firebender, waterbender, earthbender. Long story short to sum it up is your the ends are open. So imagine like this table and your goal is to knock the other person off the end into water. Mm. And so like they have like they have like a little like they'll have like a grate of water under the ground so you can like waterbenders can bring up water. You can shoot water blasts to push people back. And the goal is you want to knock every player back each zone until you knock them off the end essentially is the easiest way to sum it up and then like so let's say let's say the three of us are on one team we knock the other three players back okay we move up a zone and we keep going until they're off the end and stuff like that and that's essentially how the game works to kind of sum it up quickly but like obviously seeing it would do it a lot more justice but that would definitely be number one for me because anything avatar related would be is my number one thing and then the fact that they were able to put like a sport in there is Big for me because I'm one of the few people that will defend the Legend of Korra to the death of me. Like I will ride and die for that, for that shit. Even though I'm not like a fan of the franchise, I'd be cool watching Quidditch. Oh yeah, yeah I could. Quidditch, yeah, Quidditch would definitely be like watching somebody try to t- chase that snitch around would definitely be crazy. Like in my research, well, people play Quidditch now, which is crazy. Yeah, like running around on brooms. Yeah, I've seen them at FNM College. I, I was say I seen them at FNM College. Yeah, they did it when I was at ship too. They play, They had a Quidditch team out there. People play it. It's crazy. Yeah. Yo, let's go get our brooms. <laughs> so, like, I, I even though I'm not like a Harry Potter, like I don't dislike Harry Potter. I just never really got into it. Um, I always thought that like that'd be cool to watch. I think I think they had a video game for it. They just got a video game for PlayStation Five. Can you play pretty, Quidditch? Crazy. That's like the only know. thing you can't do in that game. It's literally Damn. like the only complaint. Well, there are complaints about that game which we don't gotta get into right now. But like, um, that's one of the biggest gameplay complaints about it, is that like you can explore like like all around that castle and stuff, and they even have like the Quidditch fields made up like perfectly, and they you can go explore around them and fly around on your broom, but. You play, You can't play Quidditch though, and I think I think a lot like of people. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of do. people are hoping it's gonna like get added as DLC because they got to milk you for your money somehow, and mm-hmm. they'll definitely get you with Quidditch. Like people yeah. buy that. I'd buy. A, I'd buy a Quidditch game. That shit looks fire. Like like people would one hundred percent eat that up. Yo, I'm a like I'm an artist. I do graphic designing and stuff. I play Fortnite to this day, and they still get me every time they upload new skins. I'm like, damn, that skin's fucking dope. I need to buy it. That's how they get you, man. It was said uh, microtransactions, and it's a free game. Yeah. So yeah, that, I thought like you know, in, in in general, like you know, stuff like that. Like it, it's it's obviously some of these things could never happen because they're not. They're literally magical have to do or, magical or have to you have to have super, superhuman abilities for these things. 
Um, I thought like you obviously wouldn't do it to like the death, but we have UFC, right? So what if they had like the cell games, like Dragon Ball Z, like it's a platform and you had to like, it's like all the martial arts from the world. Like we basically have that with UFC. It's you just not a, the, you just take the octagon off. You just take right. the defense off. So like a Super everybody. Smash Brothers melee type of thing. Yes, just it's knocking not. People off, just knocking people off the end essentially. Well, I mean, cause yeah, we, in, cause in the cell games and all that, or with the world tournament, most times it was, you won by either like somebody quitting or you got ringed out. Yeah. Yeah. So my thing is like if you just expanded it to like that, and then you just said fuck weight classes, we're just gonna rank people like March Madness style. That would be crazy. And and fight like I'd watch the fuck out of that. Combat sports need something because when your only pa- when like when your only pulls are Jake Paul at this point, you no, need I'm, something. No, I'm a I'm a big UFC guy, so that's what I watch. I mean, you want to talk about superhuman? John Jones coming back and winning was fucking crazy. I mean, bro. but Cyril Gunn didn't even know how to wrestle, so I've seen that come. Back. I haven't. It's been a while since I tuned into a like a big name UFC fight. I I John love the UFC. It's just I never I never feel like paying for the pay per view. That's yeah. why I just stream it online. I tried doing that, and then they just like I get blocked. I, I got the perfect stream. For okay, it. I'm gonna have to holler at you for that. Yeah. Don't come at us on here. <laughs> I ain't yeah, trying to get in white, trouble. If you're listening, turn it off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that uh, if you could think of any when you're listening to this, comment in below what you think would be a dope fictional sport that would be real. When we come back from this break, we're gonna get into this draft. All right, now before we start this draft, I have to lay some ground rules and do the draft outlines for the listeners here. So this is how the draft works. First, you can only pick players whose first appearance was in comics. So you can't pick fictional characters like Darth Vader or Super Mario, who probably had appearances in comics, but they originally started in video games, film, television, whatever. So they have to have started in comic books. Secondly, somebody banging in my background. Secondly, even though this is a draft of comic book heroes, be reminded that they're being drafted to play for a fictional NBA team where NBA rules still apply, so goaltending, defense in three seconds, technical fouls, charging, that's still there, so keep that in mind when you're building your rosters. That but gets... how? I don't understand that part, though. What do you mean? Yeah, I get it, that charging and everything is there, but it's like, how does that work? So it's like, here's a great example. If you're picking a dude who can fly, right, and he's dribbling the ball and he's flying, that's a travel. Because it has to be two steps and a dribble, right? So if somebody's just gliding across the court, dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. So you won't pick like the Iceman or some shit? Prob- that probably wouldn't be a good person to pick in that regard. So, you know, that's where it kind of makes it a little more hard. And then, like, you know, it's still the same dimensions of the court, three-point line. You know, so it's like you want to be mindful of that when you're when you're building your roster. Lastly, once a character is picked, he, she, it can no longer be selected in any iteration. So if you pick Hank Pym's Ant-Man, the other drafters cannot select Scott Lang's Ant-Man. Also, the bil- the abilities of each character will be default to their original abilities, so no alternate versions from different timelines or spin-offs. Exceptions can be made if these alternates are considerably different from the original to the point where they've established themselves as their own character. A great example is Peter Parker Spider-Man is radically different from Miles Morales' Spider-Man. 
they pretty much have different they have some commonalities like they can web sling and crawl on walls but they have drastically different skill sets slash abilities and Miles Morales has gone on to establish himself as like his own character he's not just popping up every once in a while no Miles Morales is a thing he got his own movie Miles Morales is his own Spider-Man so if someone picked Peter Parker someone else could pick Miles Morales what about characters that have like like characters like Batman or like Iron Man, like like, like a Riri Williams. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Like if they have like if their thing is like the gadget, because technically, like I mean, could Iron could like to, does Tony Stark have to play on the court or does or can no, it, Iron Man it be could, on the court? It could be Iron Man, okay, because it's the superhero with their alter ego. Well, he can't block with like a blast from his hand or anything. He he, the, the ball would disintegrate. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. So I mean, there's plenty of other balls. You can, yeah. <laughs> Uh, quick reminder, this is not a death match. It's simply which team would beat the other in a game of basketball. So, it's, you know, we ain't killing people. You're killing people in this basketball, you're going to jail. Uh, okay, now let's get into the guidelines of the drafting. We'll be drafting a starting lineup, a six-man, and a coach. So that's seven rounds, which you can select in any order. So you can start with a center, move to select your shooting guard in round two, and pick your coach in round three if you so choose. There's no designated order. You just have to draft a character for each position. So once you draft a center, you can go move on to any other position. You just have to make sure you fill your seven positions. Now, before we start on air, we pick the draft order. Corey will be going first. Chris will be going second. I will be going third. It is a snake draft. So then I will go fourth. Chris will go fifth. Corey will go sixth, so on and so forth. This guy's ready. I'm ready. Yep. All right. So, Corey, with the first pick. So, with my first pick, I'm going to go with my coach just to get it out. Get it right out the gate. I'm going to go with Valeria Richards. She is the daughter of Reed Richards, and Reed Richards is probably the smartest, was the smartest until she came. She started her IQ surpassed him at the age of three years old and i'm thinking okay if she's the smartest superhero she could write up crazy plays she defensive offensive so that's the way i picked that i'm going with larry richards for my first larry richards as my coach okay how you feel about that pick chris that's good i'm just glad he didn't take mine all right so valeria richards off the board reed richards's daughter smarter than him at the age of three that's his coach where are you going with the second pick? You guys need pen and paper? Oh no, I'm good. I okay, cool. All right. For me, I'm going for my sec- for my first pick of the first round. I'm also going with my coach. I'm taking Cyborg. I figure like one former athlete. Also, we're dealing with the NBA. Got to have a black head coach. We don't got enough of those. And also, like if there's gonna be somebody who can break down like somebody's like game on an analytical and from a personal level, being a former player, Cyborg's gonna be perfect. Like let's say. Like, Izzy, you're a Lakers fan. Like, I don't got to remind you about Russ's shooting struggles. If you have Cyborg, you don't have that because Cyborg can scan Russ's body, like, mid-jump mid shot and tell him, okay, Russ, release your shot now. Your elbow, tuck it in. You're off, like, seven degrees on your angle with your shot and stuff like that. He can do that in real time. And then and also, like, he could scan the defense and break it down analytically and then draw plays in a second with no issue and be able to relay all that information to his players. So... I'm taking Cyborg from D.C. with my first overall. Good pick. 
Russell Wilson still wouldn't listen. I mean, Russell Westbrook still would not listen if he had Cyborg as his head coach. <laughs> he not would, at all. He, he would be like, fuck you. I'm still going to play my way. All right. So this is good. Now I don't have to pick a coach to the last round because y'all did not take my coach. So cool. I get to shake my board up. With my first number one pick, I'm going with my power forward. He's going, he going for me, thinking about every aspect of what I think about an NBA player, somebody who's who's active, who can run the court, who can slam dunk, who can shoot, be very athletic, guard both positions. With my first overall pick, I'm going with Spider-Man for my small forward. That's what I'm taking. I feel like when I think about the prototypical basketball player, and like what I want for a basketball player. I don't think LeBron James is the best basketball player of all time, but I do think that LeBron James has the best mechanics, the best body for basketball. And when I think about like if LeBron James was a superhero, he would have like that Spider-Man like build. But also Spider-Man does have that spider sense so he can Yes. So that's actually what I was going to go with too. The spider sense you passing the ball over to the left, Spider-Man going to know that's going that way. You know, so he going he going to pick that ball but off. Also, he cannot use his web-slinger, so. He can't use his web-slinger, but he don't really have to. He's strong, he's fast. I always thought that Spider-Man was like the most well-rounded superhero. He's very agile, yeah. Very agile, and I think that like he'll never miss a pass. He's going to catch it just on a right. swing every time. So Spider-Man which version though? Just original Peter Parker. I'm just going the original Peter Parker. I'm going with the classic. Also, he's a good shit talker. And so for me, that matters. You know, I feel like, you know, he's going to be over there. He's going to be getting people's ear. He's going to be annoying the fuck out of people. He can pretty much score from anywhere on the court. Like he's going he gonna to be posterizing it, but he's also going to probably like have a nasty three. So that's my first pick. Well, I would like to see Spider-Man posterize. Uh, who, you, who, who you got? Who okay. Got. All right. So now I'm going next. Again, with my, my fourth overall pick. Let me look at my draft board. Damn, I'm, I'm so happy I got Spider-Man. I thought he was going to go. All right. I thought about it, but I felt like it was too obvious. Yeah, it was too. I was talking about it, too. I was like, it's too obvious, but sometimes the obvious answer works. I'm going to go with my point guard next. And uh, when I thought point guard, I like more t- traditional old school point guards, like a Chris Paul, like a... You know, like a Rondo. Like, I like guys who, like, more distributing. I don't want my point guards to be shooting too much. You have, like, obvious exceptions with, like, Steph Curry. Anybody would take Steph Curry. But I want my point guards to more distribute, to run the floor, to be the floor general. So, I'm going to take uh, – this is a toss-up between these two. Well, you're going to pick one, though. Yeah, yeah. Damn, let me look at my notes again. I'm going to I'm going to take Batman for my point guard. Batman for a point guard is, sounds insane. I'm going to take Batman for my point guard and here's Batman why. It sounds like he came and dribble. I'm going to take Batman for my point guard because first and foremost, I've seen a lot of Batman uh things in in different media where Batman is very active in sports. He, you know, he grew up rich, so like his parents would put him in shit like that. Uh he was always doing like all different types of sports and like different stuff. I've watched. They would always try to put like Batman. He was active, you know, but I just think it's like the smarts of it. Batman's really smart. He's really cerebral. This is the guy who's like, yo, I have a, a bill, uh, 
I have an ability to kill every single Justice League member if they go rogue. So I feel like Batman is going to be like the coach on the floor. And he's going to be like, this this character over here does this thing. This guy over here does this thing. This guy over here does this thing. And he's going to be basically like setting up the other players on the floor to exploit the weaknesses of the other opposing team. I also feel like Batman is won't be a selfish player in those moments. And he'll just basically like be setting it up. And he's tough. And I like those tough point cards. I like the Chris Paul's. I like the Rajon Rondo's, the Isaiah Thomas's. I like my guy with a little bit of grit. And Batman is going to have that. He also doesn't have powers. So if we're talking about like playing a normal, regular game, he's not going to be able to like accidentally travel or something like that because all the dude can do is walk and dribble. So that's why I pick Batman for my point guard. Okay. How y'all feeling about these picks so far? So far, so good. For me, for my my second pick, I'm going with my center. I'm taking Plastic Man, DC character. My man can he's base he's basically made out of rubber. Can stretch, shape shift into anything. He can be as big as a house, as small as an ant. Like he can change into any form you need. Like he can t- literally turn into anything. Like if you like if he wants to be a brick wall in the middle of the lane, he can turn into a brick wall in the middle of the lane. So like he can. When it comes to anchoring the defense, I don't have to worry about anything with Plastic Man because he can stretch out and reach. He can turn into this, turn into that. So with my second overall t- pick, I'm definitely taking the only man in DC history you can't kill, and that's Plastic Man. So why Plastic Man over Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic? Because Reed is like, he's elastic, but he doesn't have like the, I would say the shape-shifting or the durability of Plastic Man. Like you literally can't kill Plastic Man. Like you can't do anything you can't harm him in any way like no matter what you do to him he's gonna survive so he's the ultimate guy to have download i don't gotta worry about if my center's gonna be messing up his feet you don't gotta worry about like i'm a sixers fan i don't gotta worry about him beats back like i don't gotta <laughs> worry about any of that like he's gonna be locked down nobody's taking him out nobody's dropping him he's just the ultimate durable switch army knife and also i so i felt like when i thought i actually thought about plastic man and i thought about reed richards and I thought like the but the smarts that you might get with Reed, but I'm like how how much smarts does at the center position is really valuable. And then another thing I like about Plastic Man is Plastic Man is a fool. So that's another thing. Like you were saying, you want a guy that can kind of talk the talk with, mm-hmm. uh, like with Spider Man. A guy that's going to be down low that's going to just get on your nerves is going to be Plastic Man. He's just going he's just a nuisance. So he's just got one of those annoying, like nagging personalities. So you're not going to be able to get around him. And he's going to make sure you know, like you can't get around him. He's just going to be like, like think of like the, like the thieves in Spyro when you just hear them. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, like, he's yeah. going to be that type of guy, just anchoring the defense, just in your face. So kind of like a Joel Embiid in that sense. There you go. Antagonizing. He's going to troll you. 100%, okay. Which is not a problem for me, obviously, given who my team is. Right. Yeah. All right. Corey is back to you. You've got your coach with, uh. What's what's a uh, Valera Richards? Valera so, Richards. Uh, with this, I'm gonna go follow it up with my point guard. I'm gonna have to go with a speedster in the first. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with Wally West. So he's the fastest. You're not gonna be able to stop him. Nobody on the court can keep up with the speed of him. Right. So it's like he's gonna blow by anybody. Mm-hmm. He can dribble the ball. He can switch it up any way he wants. So yeah, I'm going with him. I thought about. I definitely He's thought about him. He's the fastest person. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Honestly, he could pretty much play any guard position, or yeah. even even small forward. 
Yeah, I definitely thought about him just because like he's the fastest. He's the fastest overall. All right, so you pick a gun. Okay, so I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with my shooting guard. And I uh, I was thinking about it. So who has the best accuracy? And I'm thinking, okay, best accuracy. He won't miss many shots because he's always he can see where the shot's gonna fall. I'm going with bullseye. Fucking bitch, bro. Fucking. Bi- this is the guy who I was talking about. I said, yo, I have somebody who's like so obscure that most people won't know. And I have him for my last pick because I'm like, yo, I don't think anybody's going to pick him. But I knew I was like, yo, if I get Corey or Chris on my team, they might pick this dude. His thing is he doesn't miss. And he's I almost picked Gambit because he's another one of those guys who are so cerebral with their like accuracy and sight. Yeah. Or Hawkeye. So it's like, <laughs> bro, I'm pissed because like, but he's the most accurate. He's the every- most accurate. Like that's his thing. Like he's not a great hero overall. It's just he doesn't bro, miss. Put him in the corner like Steph Curry, Ray Allen, or anything. Bro, he can hit from anywhere on the I'm court. Let him shoot from half court. Bro, like that's fucking pisses me off because he's literally the reason why I thought of this exercise. Because I was like, yo, if Bullseye was a basketball player, if Bullseye was a quarterback, if Bullseye was a pitcher. He could play any sport. He'll smoke anything. He could play all of those sports and be the the best. He could win a Cy Young Award and then switch over to basketball and win MVP. Like I thought it was like, yo, Bullseye would be like probably the best player in any sport outside of probably like I did think of Flash, like you know. Yeah, but because it, who's gonna keep up with Flash? And then you you're already having trouble with the point guard. He's so fast. You're like, yeah. oh shit, we're gonna have to double team him now because he's busting our ass. Oh shit, now we're leaving Bullseye open. But even like with that, I thought of like. Oh, dead eye. If Flash was in, in baseball, like if Flash was fast, like he could run the bases, right? But I'm like, who says Flash is good at hitting the ball? Like I, I don't know that for certain. He might have bad hand eye. Like I don't fucking know. Get into the specifics of it, but I was like, yo, Bullseye is literally like the best for sports, bowling, golf. Yo, my man would hit tennis. strikes. Like he would have the perfect freaking score. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like so, I was like, damn, bro. Like that's literally who. I thought of this exercise for so I'm fucking pissed you pick bullseye. Okay. Fuck. Damn. Fuck my whole game up. <laughs> All right. Who you taking? Uh, I'm taking my shooting guard, and I also thought of a marksman, but I'm going the lady route because you always need a little luck on your side. I'm taking Domino. Okay. She's a marksman. She can shoot, and contrary to what Ryan Reynolds thinks, luck is a superpower. And so if you're going to be a shooter, sometimes you need that friendly bounce. And if somebody's going to get it, not only do I got to worry, I don't got to worry about if she's going to miss. She knows how to shoot. She knows how to aim. She's going to get it on target. And then sometimes you just need that little bit of luck to go your way where you need those couple bounce. Like, like for example, another thing I know all well about, I know all about four bounces on a rim to win a game for you. Canada's favorite travel from Mr. Kawhi Leonard himself. So like sometimes you need that little bit of luck. So for my shooter, I'm taking Domino. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. All right, so here, here's where I was going to pick my coach because I thought you guys were going to pick this dude. And I actually, my coach is deep because I felt like if you guys pick him, I'm not getting him. So I'm actually going to skip over my coach. And I think I'm going to go to center. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick a woman as well. I'm going to pick a little lady. She-Hulk. I'm going to go with She-Hulk. I'm going to go with coming. I'm going to go with She-Hulk. Uh, she's one of the actually taller superheroes out there. She's six foot seven. Uh, so she 
in her natural form outside of, you know, plastic man stretching himself, she probably would be the tallest person on the court. Uh, the thing that I like about She-Hulk is she is a big character, but she has certain things that other big characters don't have. Like normally when they have big characters, they try to nerf them in other ways where they'll make them slow and not as agile. She is like pretty much like the prototypical athlete that you'd want. Like she's six, seven, but she's fast. She has speed, strength. She would be really good at probably like if you get her in a Mitch match, she could guard a point guard. And it's not like she's not going to be having like Jokic shit going on. You know, she can actually guard all five positions. She's probably like the the closest comp I could think of was probably like she's like a she could be like a Giannis out there on the court. Oh, yeah. Just taking two st- two steps from the free throw line. Boom at the rim. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where I'm going to go with my my uh, my center. And also she's she's pretty smart. She's not like, you know, book scientist smart, but she's a pretty good. She's got like smart. She's she passed the bar. She's a lawyer. So, yeah, that's what I'm looking. And I, I just wanted to give a little love to the to the ladies. You but know, her series sucked. I didn't like it. <laughs> All right, so it's me again, and uh, I think I'm gonna short my front court here. This is going by faster than I thought. I think I'm gonna short my front court here. Now I wanted a, like a big like a dude, but I, I I like smarts on my team. So like I you know it's Peter Smart. Uh, who did? So yeah, I picked Peter. And Batman. Who, Batman smart. Jennifer Walters is smart. So I'm going to keep the smarts going. And for my power forward, I'm going to pick Beast from the X-Men. Okay. You know, he's he's a big dude. He's got a lot of power, but he's a doctor. And since I have Spider-Man who's going to be scoring, She-Hulk's going to be getting the paint. She's going to be getting busy. I don't need him to score. I just want him to be my defensive anchor. And I want him to be guarding out there. He could guard all five positions as well. I don't have to worry about him being a scorer. Also, Beast, I don't think he gets enough credit for this. Like, he's kind of like a big, important part piece of the X-Men. He's always there, but he never wants to be flashy. He's just a good anchor for that team. He's kind of like sometimes like the glue. Like, we know Wolverine and Cyclops don't fuck with each other. But Beast, he's there. Like, he gets along with everybody. So, I think, like, he would be, like, the heart and soul of my team he would be like, yo, he would go to the house and be like, yo, guys, we got to do this. We got to, you know, we got to, we're down. We got to get up, you know. So, I think he would be a really good asset to a team. So, Chris, is back to you. Okay, for my next pick, I'm going with my point guard. And I'm taking Shadowcat from the X-Men. She can go intangible. She can phase through objects. And, like, my two favorite players in NBA history are Allen Iverson, Kyrie Irving. Two things I love about them, smaller Smaller guys, but can get in the lane, get around people, can get to, like, Kyrie can be around, like, five people, and somehow this ball's getting up, and it's going in. And so, like, if I want somebody that's going to be able to drive through the lane, get I want my point guard to be unhinged on the court. They need to be able to get any and everywhere. You can't stop her if she can phase right through you. And then also, my pick and roll game is going to be unstoppable, because if I got Plastic Man, keep angering my defense, like I said, this man can turn into a brick wall. What are you going to do when she comes, he sets this pick, you go running into this wall and she phases right through it, keeps going, is passing the ball. Like she, like you can't ever get in the way of a pass. She's going to be Magic Johnson on steroids. Like Showtime Magic Johnson throwing stuff behind the head, all that. She's literally going through your body making passes. Just like, Hmm. and you're not going to be able to stop her. So she's getting the ball everywhere. So does she have anything in relation to Kitty Pride? Because I don't know. That is who that is. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's exactly who that is. So 
Shadowcat, Kitty Pride. That's who I'm taking for my point guard. You're not stopping her. She's getting wherever she wants to. And she's also a leader. She uh, leads the Marauders, who are basically X-Men pirates. So she's got leadership skills. And nobody's stopping my point guard from getting where she wants to go on the court. I like it. That's a good pick. That's a good pick that I did not think of. But, like, I, I wish I would have thought of that because that's just a really good pick. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. That's, like, <laughs> that's her in the movies. All right, Corey, back to you. You got two picks. Two? You got no. two in a row. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to go with uh, my small forward. He's my favorite character out of any DC, Marvel, Dark Horse. I'm going to go with Adam Warlock. Okay. Uh, just because he's... Uh, uh, I was going to go with Adam Warlock because he just became the new... Uh, Living Tribunal, but I'm not going to add all that in because he's in the God level, so you can't really fuck with gods. And Right. So he's got superhuman strength, but he also can uh, increase further, enhance with, with he's got cosmic energy. So he's like an all-around player that you need. So he's like a Jason Tatum. He could get the job done on both ends of the floor. So, yeah, I'll go with Adam Warlock. I do feel like, you know, you when you think about that, you like Adam Warlock with, uh, with Spider-Man, you have to think about like those those characters who just like are all around like they don't have like any abilities that are like you know like that they're going to be using on the court that are like crazy it's just like yo overall are you going to get it done you know so you got your next pick after that okay you went with She-Hawk mm-hmm. I'm going with him as my power forward because he's just a huge guy super strong a regular Hawk I'm going with a incredible Hawk so ball going foul out no. He's going to foul oh, out. Yeah. Damn, I forgot. He does the guy a tans from LA. You piss him off. He might body slam one of you guys. He's going to tech. My man's going to be like uh, Draymond on steroids. Grizzlies that's been acting uh, Dylan like Brooks. Dylan Brooks. Yeah, Dylan Brooks out here. Yeah, I'm still running with him. Ain't nobody want to pick Jack. He's going to be like the Shaq of the power forward. Okay, so you're going you're going with the Hawk? Yeah. You're going to break the boards. All right. You know, Naughty want to pick. Uh, Who's John Moran's comp right now? Deadshot. But it just, it just uh, in <laughs> I case uh, John Warrant, not Moran. Just in case point. he does foul out, my sixth man is the ace in the hole. Okay, world, okay. So. <laughs> You're gonna need your sixth man with the Hulk on the on the court. All right, it's back to you, Chris. Okay, so like you, Izzy, you were talking about LeBron earlier, so you kind of need somebody that's until like. Recently, LeBron's always been the Iron Man. You can never stop him. He's a freight train coming down the court. I need a freight train coming down the court as my small forward. I'm taking Invincible. Nobody's stopping this half Viltrumite man. If you've never seen his show on Amazon Prime, I suggest it. It's crazy, but essentially, Viltrumites are walking tanks. Like they, they can take the ultimate abuse. Can't knock him down. He's gonna be. You're not stopping him. He's also, he's also an average, like an average high school kid. So he's. He'll, he'll know how to hoop around, mess around with his friends and stuff like that. But like I said, I want somebody like LeBron that's just going to be durable. You're not stopping him. And then, again, my pick and roll game is unstoppable because I'm either knocking you into Plastic Man, I'm knocking you into Invincible, and you're you're going to be concussed. Like, you're basically running into a wall that's Superman. So anybody, where if I'm setting picks or if he's coming down, like if he's coming down and blocking you, you're not getting his ball back. And if he's, if he's just not going to get stopped. So for my... For my small forward, I'm taking Invincible. If you would pick Omni Man, he definitely gonna foul out too. Nah, because the thing is, like, he's not. He's 
he's strong, but he's still average size though. So like he's still an average size teenager, and he. I'm talking about. I'm talking about his pop. Oh yeah, yeah Omni Man. Yeah, no, that's different. Five <laughs> No, that's probably Bruce Banner. No, I just looked up what's the Incredible Hulk size. They said five nine for some reason. That can't be real, bro. Yo, but you gotta realize comic book characters are a lot smaller than you think they are. I got like you were saying earlier, you gotta think about too when he was made. Like yeah. back then, like that might have been a lot taller because now like six foot is like the average nowadays. So like yeah. we were saying earlier, yeah. like we're all six foot or higher in this room. Like Superman should be taller than me. All right, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with my shooting guard now. I'm actually gonna put another girl on my team. I'm gonna go Wonder Woman here. She's gonna be she's gonna be my three and D. Wonder She's Woman. She's about to get her ass bust by anybody. She's nah. Here's my thing with Wonder Woman. Also, when we go, when we talk about athleticism. The Amazons, that's their shit, right? Yeah, they're world, world, they're world class athletes. That's their thing, right? And I just need somebody to be a wing defender. And I think that you know, Wonder Woman, she's just gonna get up in there. She's gonna be blocking shots. She's just gonna be running around the court. I don't really need her to score like that. She's gonna be because she's gonna be standing between Spider Man, Batman. Her and Batman are gonna have good chemistry. You know, they was fucking before, so they're going to have some pretty good chemistry. So, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm going to go with her. That's my wild card. Flash was one of my wild, I mean, my one of my shooting guard choices, but I don't know. I thought that, uh, I thought that, uh, Bullseye was a, was a lot better option there. So now, um, I'm going to go with my coach. I'm going to take Professor X. That could have been a good pick. Yeah, I almost picked him. Because he could just read minds. So, like, whatever you're thinking, whatever the coach is thinking, whatever the players are thinking, he knows every, what everybody's thinking on the court. And so I felt like even if the there's a better coach on the floor, he's thinking he, – he just knows what they're thinking already. So he don't even got to be – But the thing is, like, Valeria, she is all-knowing as well. She knows everything. That's how smart she is. So it's like – but then he becomes all knowing because he knows what Damn, she's gonna be a thinking. Lot of blocking out. This is gonna be a long game. <laughs> this shit going into a quadruple overtime. That or it's gonna be like the score gonna be like five three. The fans is walking out. Everybody's going home. We're tired of this shit. <laughs> right, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Professor X as my as my coach. So Chris is back to you. So two more. We got two more people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm glad y'all have two more. I have one more. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually going to piggyback off of yours because I've been debating my six-man this whole time. So, I'm also going to go with a telepath, but I got to go with the, the stronger one. I'm taking Gene as my six-man. So, you're six... Okay, six-man. So, because the way I see it, like he said, you can Gene can also just put stuff in your head. So, with Cyborg as my coach, he breaks down the play analytically. She instantly uploads it to everybody on the team. She doesn't even have to be on the court to do that. She can just be a coach from the bench, just whatever Cyborg's thinking... Send it to everybody else. We're running these plays flawlessly. And then also, um, while Professor X is a telepath, Gene is a telepath and a tele and telekinetic. So, mean, again, like Domino gets a little lucky. We get some bounces. How are you really going to prove that she maybe tipped the ball a little bit with her mind and bounced that ball in? Can you really prove <laughs> That's that? That's true, yeah, yeah. Are you going to be, how are you going to give me evidence to prove like, oh, Gene did that with her mind if she just the goes. The 50-50 balls, yeah. Yeah, just those 50-50 balls, she just gives it a quick little tap with her brain and then boom, instant bucket. So, yeah, I'm taking Gene Gray as you just my better hope man. she don't. You just better hope she don't start going Dark Phoenix on you. Yeah, and then like I said, like if she since she's my sixth man, she can do that from the bench too. Like we need a couple friendly rolls. Hey, Gene, just take that over there, Gene. That's, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. All, All right. right. So my center, 
sitting at a six one. I mean, no, seven one is dark side. I went with like a little twin tower tangent down below with the hawk. They're both big, strong guys that could just box anybody out of the paint. They're so powerful. So yeah, I'm going with dark side. My man's about to body slam plastic man. All right, Chris, what you got Check for your? Foul. Hold okay. up, so you got one more pick? One more, my sixth man. All right, go ahead. So my sixth man, I just, I had to pull it out, hide him as my sixth man, so I didn't give it out right away. He uh, appears, he appears as a human being, but he is omnipotent. He is the one above all. He has every single character's powers in any comic, but he is a Marvel character, so he has everything. He has all every power that. Anybody possesses one above all. Damn, that's good. I don't even know who that is. Basically, just Marvel God. Yeah, he could just be anybody. anybody. He's just God. That's the easiest way to just sum that up. He is the Lord our God. So he—that's a good sex man because then when if someone subs out, he could just assume who that person is. Yep. Smart thinking. But he could be anybody on the court anyway. He could be Plastic Man. That's what I'm saying. So like, if you. But also, yeah. he has the power. He could snap his finger and just say the game's over, we won, and everybody thinks we won. That's how strong he is. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, his son, even uh, Reed Richards' son. Uh, King. Franklin. Franklin Richards has that same power where he could snap his finger. So not his son. So this is like Kang's father? No, Reed Richards. Right. So isn't Kang Reed Richards' grandson? But this would be Franklin Richard. So it's Reed yeah, Richard like, and a visible woman's son. Right. Yeah. So then I'm saying this is Kang's father then. Probably. Yeah. I forget where Kang lies in his descendants. I, didn't like, read I think he's too further. Much about Kang. I think he's further. I think Kang's further down than that. Like I don't think they're in that close a relationship. And I think he might be like like a like a great like a couple greats. Oh, okay. Okay. Before you get to him, but I, I get what you're saying now. All right, Chris, your last pick. Simply, okay. One of is this your sixth man? This is my power forward. A power okay, forward, Gene, okay. Gene was my sixth man. So for a power forward, you got to have somebody tough. I feel like you got to have somebody intimidating to be down there. So I'm going with arguably the most boosted black man in comic books. I'm taking Spawn. Like the man's terrifying. Again, like you have like a, in my, you down in the paint, you got Invincible who's a brick wall. You got Spawn who's just intimidating everybody. Like imagine you're, you got, Kitty coming down the court, she phases through, and then you all you see is just hulking spawn sitting there, cape flaring, chains everywhere, teeth dripping, necroplasm. Like you're you're just gonna be in complete utter shock and fear when you see this man on the court. Like you're not like nobody's starting a there's no Pacers Pistons brawl with Spawn. He's dropping everybody out there. He's he's boost, he's also a hardened marine, so nobody's gonna be intimidating this man. So yeah, for my last pick, I'm taking one of my definitely one of my favorites. I'm taking Spawn. And thank you, McFarlane, for him. Because Spawn is a good character. So my last pick, my sixth man. I, I decided just to get like fun with it. To see like what he could do on the court if he was on there. For my sixth man. Actually, you know, I'm going to switch it. I want my sixth man to kind of like mirror my, my first pick. I'm going I'm to take Black Panther with my six, with my, as my sixth man. So I felt like, you know, Black Panther, T'Challa... I felt like if this was real life, like he'd be a balling, like he he'd be balling. And I my team doesn't have any black men on it. Like what the fuck? So like yeah, I gotta put a a black dude on my team. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the child as my sixth man. That's a good sixth man. He's very right. agile. He's yeah smart. Could be in smart, and out. Strong. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he got some vibranium shoes. 
you know, a little extra bounce. You know, you gonna like man got flubber, <laughs> flubber yeah. on his shoes. He got that vibranium shoe. You know, we we uh, he gonna be richer than the owner of the team. You know, so so let's run through real quick, Corey. Go through your team again. Okay, so my whole squad, my coach is Valeria Richards. Which and and as you go, so like Valeria Richards, she knows she's all knowing. She's all knowing. She's super intelligent. So yeah, I picked her as my coach because I feel like she will know things before they happen because they can see them. And mm-hmm. then I'll follow that up with my point guard, Wally West, again, the fastest person in the multiverse. Then I went with Dead Dot. Uh, bullseye because he's uh the steal of, the yeah. steal of the draft because he's so accurate. Did Chris? Did my you have? I make ten shots in a row. Did you have Bullseye I on your? I did not have him on my list. Only only one of my only one of my um even backups got taken, and that was Wonder Woman. Okay, so Bullseye, that was my damn. I'm still mad about that one. Then I followed up with my favorite. I had to throw him on the list. He I almost threw Silver Surfer in there before I used Dead Eye, but I was a, like, I mean yeah. uh Bullseye, but I was like, nah, I need that accuracy. Then I followed that with Adam Warlock, super strong. You're, he's like the the crux of your like yeah. the, the core of your team. Yeah, he could be like the leader to get it together because yeah. he is the leader of uh, what is that Infinity Watch. So that's like with I can't even think of their names right now. Yeah, uh, that roster's big. Yeah, and uh, then I followed that with a uh, power forward. I had to swap them out because I didn't really. Know understand how big dark side was until I looked it up and I didn't realize how small the Hulk was. So I flopped that. So the Hulk is my power forward. Follow that up with another diesel guy who could get everybody out of the paint. I think uh, dark side. And of course my ace in the hole one above all who can do everything. Yeah. That was a good pick that last one. Yeah, I did not think I didn't even consider him a character to even like put in there. All right. So Chris go do your team again. Okay. So, for my coach, I took Cyborg. You know, got to have a black head coach in the NBA. He's part robot. He can break down, analyze anything with a split second. He can relay that to the team so he can draw plays in his head in a brief second, give you adjustments on, like, your jump shot, your angle, all that stuff. So that's, he's also worked with the Team Titans. He's worked as a member of the Justice League. And, like I said, he's a former athlete, so you're getting that mix of both sport, a guy that knows sports and analytics. Isn't he the only member of the Teen Titans who's also been in the Justice League? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> like, yeah. So, when it comes to working with, like, you, you also need a coach that can handle, like, big eagles. So, okay, you've got a guy who's been able to work with Nightwing, Beast Boy, Batman, Wonder Woman, Wally, like, all that stuff. Like, he's been able to do all that and handle it. Also, handle the, you know, they always talk about, like, the player coaches. Like, he could deal with the rookies. Exactly. You know, the young guys so who like don't want to, like, listen to like the older Titan coaches. The vets, like, Cyborg's got it all covered. For my point guard, I took Kitty Pride, Shadowcat. She's also been a leader. She runs the Marauders, who are basically the X-Men Pirates and stuff like that on Krakoa. And when it comes to a point guard, I want my point guard to be able to get anywhere on the floor, no problem, so she can phase through anything. She's going to be Showtime Magic Johnson on steroids because nobody's stopping these behind-the-back passes. She's passing through your chest. Between the legs, anything like you're not stopping her. For my sh- for my shooting guard, my whole backcourt is ladies. I'm taking Domino from the X Men, member of X Force. She's a sharpshooter, a marksman. She also has luck as her superpower. So when I need a couple bounces, I need like something to tip off the rim just right for me to be able to get a rebound, stuff like that. We got luck on our side. It's buzzer beaters, buzzer beaters, all that kind of thing. Like yeah. she's always gonna be working in our favor. For my small forward, I wanted someone like LeBron. 
I just wanted a tank. Like, I want to be able to have somebody chase you down, block you, somebody that's going to be able to defend all positions, somebody that just can't be stopped. So I had to take my man Invincible, a Viltrumite from out in space. Nobody's going to be able to stop this man. This man's dad rammed him through a whole train of moving people. So like, and he was unfazed by it, just getting rammed through littering, literal people. So if you can take a whole New York subway of people to the face and just go home like nothing happened, nobody's stopping this man in the paint. Then for my power forward, I had to take Spawn. Just and you gotta have an intimidation factor out there, and nobody wants to look Spawn in the face while capes flapping, chains going everywhere green necroplasm dripping out of his mouth and he's just he's not going to be stopped he's not going to be messed with anything like that for my center i want somebody that's going to be able to do it all can block anything get everywhere like just a swiss army knife so i had to take the world's most durable and indestructible man had to take plastic man and then for my six man or six woman i should say i had to take jean gray herself somebody that can Tell, like, give all the information from Cyborg. He can break it down analytically. She can upload it to everybody's brains in a second. She can be a second coach communicating on the bench for me. And just like Domino gives me a little luck when I need a, a, a certain bounce to go my way or something like that, nobody's bro- is going to be able to prove that Jean did this to ne- uh, with her telekinesis with her mind. There's just no way you're going to be able to. I don't care how many replays you got. If Des didn't catch that football, nobody's going to be able to catch what Jean's doing when she's messing around with this ball. I think that both your six men, or in your case, the six women, they're really, like, smart in, like, terms of, like, how y'all pick them. Like, having G. Gray on the bench is probably more beneficial than having her on the court. And just, like, to have her over there, like you said, with, like, the tipping of the ball, being able to put what the coach is saying into their minds, it's it's actually kind of like a cheat code in terms of that. And then if you actually have her on the bench, too, that takes her out of the possibility of, like, her getting roughed up and then having a moment where she has her dream gray. And, yeah, like, no matter what, like, if yeah. she's like if she's on my bench, like, even at, like, if she fouls out, like, you can <clears throat> you can have her as, like, a Udonis Haslam. Like, throw her in here, like, if you need a foul or something, and then as soon as she's on the bench, like, I'm good. Like, yeah, I don't have yeah. anything to worry about at that point. All right, so I, your team's, like, very defensive. You got, like, a bad boys Pistons joint going there, like. Nobody's yeah, coming I think here. about it. There, I should have picked one another character that I just thought of now, Batman who laughs. That would have been good. Oh, but you already picked Batman. Yeah. So I couldn't use. But what is Batman who laughs? Well, actually, still? he's like the Joker. But that would be an alternate version of Batman still. So I oh, feel like okay. that. What is it? What is his? So he possesses powers of Doctor Manhattan. So he's like omnipotent. Again, he's like super powerful. He it's Batman, Dr. Manhattan, and the Joker yeah. all basically in one person's body. So who so wants this crazy fucker on the court? Yeah, so like, you're getting, like like he said, like the omni-power and like being able to do anything of Dr. Manhattan with the tacticalness of Bruce Wayne with the, psych- the psychosis and unpredictability of the Joker in one body. Mm-hmm. So my team is, uh, my, my coach is Professor X. He can read minds. So my thought process is, you know, if your coach thinks of something, well, he knows what your coach just thought. He knows what all the players on the floor are thinking. So that's obviously going to come into very handy. He's also one of the best leaders in all of comics. Dude started a whole school for fucking mutants, for people who, you know, don't know what the fuck is going on with themselves. So, like, I felt like he could be able to handle the Ron Artest, the Dennis Rodmans of the world. He probably can get John Moran in line right now if he was his fucking coach. So that's my coach. We're going to have to make sure that the sidelines are a little bigger for his wheelchair, but we got we got a Professor X. Uh, my point guard is Batman. I wanted a guy who, you know, 
He's preparing. He's he's looking at the weaknesses of the team. He's going to get the team together, and he's going to be like, yo, this guy's not good at this. This guy's not good at that. This is a guy who, like I said, he has fail-safes in place for if anything ever goes rogue. Batman knows his limitations, but he does not let that inhibit his ability to get the job done. He's also a great leader as well. Then for my point guard, I mean, I'm sorry, for my shooting guard, I went for Wonder Woman, Amazon, Amazonian. They're very athletic. They're, you know, that's what they do. Like, that's their thing. So I just want her to be like a three and D. I just need her to knock down shots when I need her and to be able to guard the guard positions. Also, another great leader. For my small forward, that was my first overall pick. I went with Spider-Man for me. He's just like, when I think of basketball, He's like the LeBron James of it all. He's going to talk trash on the court, too. Very athletic. I feel like he can score from every position. I feel like he might miss a few, you know, he, like, and, and when I always think of Spider-Man, I think of him younger, so he might miss, like, a few defensive assignments. But I think overall, like, Spider-Man is just, like, he's going to be dunking it. He's going to be shooting it. He's just going to be all over the court. Like, I think he's going to be, like, a real good fan favorite as well. He's going to sell me some jerseys. Uh, my power forward is Beast, big dude agile but he's really really smart and he'll take the back seat he's like a tim duncan type he don't care about any of the accolades he just wants us to come together and win and that's really important and then for my center i went with she hawk six seven agile she's gonna be like a like if you take like hassan white size body but then like put it on steroids she's gonna be you know shaking people in the paint and all that type of stuff she's also smart herself she's got a good personality so, yeah, that's my team. Is there any people that you guys had on your board that you didn't pick that, that like, you know, you were, like, just in case someone else picked? The only one, I got every one of my, like, my first overall picks. The, the only one, and it's not that I didn't get him. I just changed. Originally, I was going to have Deadpool as my sixth man, and then you're actually the you actually gave me the idea of Gene. Like, I had her written down as an option for sixth man, but then when you said Professor X, I was like, no, if I got somebody reading minds, like I gotta have somebody that can do that. So that that's what made me like. So I had her as a like a backup option in case anybody took Deadpool. But then once you said Professor X, I was like, nah, I gotta have Gene in here. Yeah, when you presented this whole idea to me, the one above all was the first guy that popped in my head. Yeah, see, I'm mad because that. See, like I feel like when I'm looking at the roster and looking at everybody else's, like I feel like I'm good. But that is, you can't. That's the ultimate trump card. He's God. Yeah. So, like, when it comes to, like, outside of that one player, like, I, I feel pretty confident in my team being able to lead us to the finals. But, like, if you got LeBron, you got LeBron. Or if you got Jordan, you got Kobe. Like, you got to have that one guy. And that's the literally the one guy above them all in a literal sense. Yeah, I almost, again, I almost threw Silver Surfer in there. I even almost threw Thor in there because he's, like, God level too. But, yeah, just. The reason why I thought about Thor, but I was like, I feel like Thor would not take that shit serious, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Thor, like, he's, like, kind of, like, known for, like, doing his shit. And then how he mentioned, uh, what was it, a plastic man. I thought about Machine Man right after. I was like, hold on. So he's thinking versatile guy who can switch forms and shit. I thought Machine Man because he could do the same thing. But, again, Plastic Man can't die, but Machine Man can. But so like some dying in the game. <laughs> right, yeah. Some guys that I thought of that, um, I thought of Captain America as a point guard. You know, he leads the Avengers. So that, for me, that just kind of made sense as a point guard. Um, I just think Batman's a little more cerebral uh, for shooting guard. I really didn't think Bullseye was going to get picked, but I still did my like you know research, and I thought like Green Arrow 
I, I picked him. I was going to pick him over Hawkeye if that came down to that. Um, Black Panther, I forgot. That was my sixth man. I did pick Black Panther because I feel like if I didn't get Spider-Man, I was going to take Black Panther as like the backup. I did not want him on my team whatsoever, but if I didn't get Beast, I was going to pick Superman there. You know, just like a big guy. I think it's funny that nobody picks Superman. I have no, I him as a small. I, well, not overhyped to me. I don't. I don't have Clark as my as a small forward. I had his son. I had John as Superman. I did have him on here. Okay, but uh, even if you if you would have been able to pick Bullseye before me, I would have followed it up with uh, what's his name? Uh, Deadshot. Okay. Yeah, I thought of like the, all the all the marksmen's guy. guys. Yeah. Yeah, and that was another reason I kind of wanted to use Deadpool too. Is that like he also like has a history? He talks like, shit too. Yeah, he's talk- like that was that's why I was thinking of him as a six man. I was like, he can shoot, like he knows how to talk shit. He's another guy that's gonna be like him and him and Plastic Man on the court is gonna annoy everybody. So like he, that's why I had him as six. But then then like just you saying Professor X just completely changed my mind because I'm like, no, nah, I can't be having Professor X out here like giving people plays. Like I gotta have that on my team. That was originally my last pick. I wish I would have kept him as my last. I pick. I even thought about small ball, like super small ball. I was gonna pick Flash as my point guard, and then everybody else, the archery guys who can shoot, so they're just <laughs> lighting that bitch up. Um, and that's the thing too. Like a Professor X, he could only be a coach. He can't be nothing else because he can't walk. Yeah. Like yeah, he, can only, he can only be on the side. Another lines. one I thought of, I was thinking about using, because I didn't know if anybody was going to pick Wanda. So I was I thought about picking Billy, her son, Wiccan, because I was like, if somebody takes Wanda, like I still got that reality warping. Like he can, like I can still do stuff with him with like that chaos magic and stuff like that. So he was another big one on my list. And I did, I didn't, because when you said like when we were talking about coaches, like I wasn't thinking about Batman for a coach. I honestly was thinking of Alfred possibly as a coach for one of mine. Cause I was like, if there's somebody who can handle personalities, being able to handle the bat family for decades and keep everybody in line is something that's like crazy. And like, you know, Alfred's going to keep his composure. Nobody's going to rattle that man on the sideline or anything like that. Brad Stevens. Exactly. So like he was a coach that I thought of him and Nick Fury were like high on my list. Coach wise. I even was, while he was talking about coaches, I was like, Nick Fury would have been a good one. I also thought I, I, Mr. Fantastic was when I thought of for coaching. Um, I even thought Tony Stark. I was like, yeah. Tony Stark would be like a Pat Riley. Like, he's just like flashy as shit on the sidelines. Like he would get too lit out with the nightlife, though. Like, yeah, that was my Tony thing. Tony would definitely yeah. be like, like somebody that would be like, out. Like, you go out to Miami, and that man's coming back trash. Yeah. Like, he, he definitely would be the guy to pull a Dennis Robin and go out to Vegas for like two days, and you got to go get him to come back. Or Urban Meyer. Exactly. Like,. <laughs> So, like, if there's going to be a coach that's going to go out on a bender, it's definitely going to be Tony. What What about some players that you think would be the worst at basketball? So, like, I thought, I thought like, Wolverine would be terrible. Yeah, he'd poke the ball, flat ball all the time. Well, like that, he'd, he was, poke, he'd be – plus, he'd be so heavy running around that husky-ass – he'd be good for setting picks. Yeah, I, I felt like uh, – He'd have to be Draymond. Like, he'd have to just be able to just be a brick wall and just, like, set picks and pass. I feel like yeah, he'll also want to get in fights. That's what I'm saying. He'd foul out. And he's super fucking short. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's short, short. So, like, I felt like he would not be good. I don't know the too much specifics of it. Daredevil. So, like... He's blind, so it's like... He's going to be all... He'll walk out of the damn sh- arena. Like, oh, get, the I feel like if you get him as a point guard, he would be good. But nothing shooting-wise. Like, if he's just a distributor, because he can, he can hear and react to mm-hmm. what's going on. So, like, he would be able to, I think, make at least pinpoint reads and stuff like that but in terms of the shooting like he doesn't know where the basket is he can't hear the rim so unless somebody's like 
tapping the rim all the time to let but you also, know where though, it is, he's not going to know. If the stadium, everybody's yelling, that's just going to compromise that's his hearing. Too. So I was like, Because I, I thought, it, I, not only did I think about the hearing, I thought about just like the sound of the sneakers on the court. Because mm-hmm. like, yeah. I feel like, I definitely feel like he can make passes though because I've definitely seen him like bounce his billy club like off walls to like mm-hmm. ricochet around and hit people. Yeah, but so, with no noise in the building. But yeah, but like when you say, when you add in the noise factor and stuff like that, I think he could, he has the potential to distribute, but there's just too, literally... Too much outside noise, I feel like, would mess that up. He's going to throw the ball to somebody in the but, damn crowd. Well, then again, maybe not, too, because the man does did grow up in New York, of all places. So, like, he might be kind of adjusted to being in more so loud areas. But in one small arena? That's like, it's it spread out noise, and this is, like, concentrated That's noise. Yeah. So, those I are, like... he he. I feel like he wouldn't be maybe as bad as we're thinking. Like, he'd have some resistance, but he definitely would still... I, but that's the thing I did think of was, like, the ball. He's not going to know where the hoop is. Yeah, no. Yeah, but also, you could be like, you could be a, a player on the other team and be like, "Yo, uh, Daredevil over here," and pass it to the fucking guy. He don't know who he looks like, so. But I would assume you know your teammate's voice. No, you could just fuck with it. Like, I mean, he'd he'd probably know what we all sound like more than anybody. Yeah, else. but if I have the one above all, I can mimic your guy. Hey, I mean, your guy can do a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that you're picking. Any other players you think would be like trash at this? Uh, no, I feel like every. I'm not. I can't think of anybody. I, think I feel like Colossus or Juggernaut would be fucking trash. I feel like I had Colossus as a power forward. I feel like even though he's like I just Superman, feel like, he's too big. like if, if fucking uh, Wolverine's to be clunky, I feel like him. He's. Like I super, feel like even though Superman is like Superman, I feel like he. I don't know why I feel like Superman in my head would be like unathletically gifted. Oh, one hundred percent. I feel like he'd just be like one of the old white men back in the day when I <laughs> dribble well. <laughs> Like he wouldn't be good at basketball. He's at just all. good at being a superhero. He'd be like like if we were doing, if we were doing like football, I'd probably pick him for like a football position. But for basketball, like it has to do like some skill, hand eye coordination. I feel like he'd be trash. Terrible. I don't know. I'm trying to think of somebody that I really just feel like they just wouldn't translate. We're just like, bro, you're just a liability out here. I thought like Doctor Strange. I was like, he's like really smart and all, but I don't. I can't see him like playing basketball. Oh, nah, man, he can't catch a pass. His hands are constantly twitching. Oh, that's true too. He's got, he's got them unsteady hands. You can't be passing him the ball. <laughs> all man, right, so the thing's gonna be flying through his fingers left and right. So this was a fun exercise. I really enjoyed myself doing this. I've been wanting to do this for a minute. So uh, by the time this drops, the NBA postseason will be right around the corner. And like I said, I like to cross over stuff. I like to have conversations. That I've never heard before. Like, I'm tired of hearing the conversation of who's better, LeBron or Jordan. Like, that shit gets tiring after a while. You know, Sports Center and First Take and all that. Like, they're talking about the same recycled content for years. Since I was in high school, they've been talking about certain conversations that I'm tired of hearing about. So, I think it's uh, cool to bring fresh content, new ideas, and be a little bold with what you're talking about. So, Got to use your imagination and compare what people think is like correct. One hundred percent. Yeah, because like person. we were saying, like there's so many options. Because like I was, I was afraid that like people like I thought were gonna get picked, and I got literally everybody I was thinking of. So just like the the way our different brains like mm-hmm. looked at it and like tried to strategize. Okay, like who would benefit this? Who would you guys definitely want more in depth with your characters than me? I just picked them. Like I, I went to Google and said, who's the smartest? <laughs> who's the fastest? Who? Well, that's why I feel like I feel like we had different strategies. Like it feels like Chris had like a lot. Like he was like, you're not gonna score on us. You're not gonna score on us. And I'm over here thinking like team chemistry. And it feels like a lot of your shit was like knowledge wise. Like you, you was going for like a lot of like the smart stuff. So. It is definitely interesting, and that's why I thought it would be a cool exercise because, like Chris said, there's so many characters. I knew I was going to p- pretty much be able to get. Now, if I, like, maybe I could have made it, like, harder if I would have said, yo, only Marvel. 
you know, maybe if I do this exercise again, I'll probably do something like that to make it a little more difficult. But also, it's not like a... a but then that sucks. If you only do it at one genre, like Marvel or DC, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Then who am I going to pick if you got this guy? That's what that's for making more challenge. Does yeah, get really yeah. So like, and then I, it's not even like having the best team. It's just like I would like to. It's just cool to like see what other people's teams. And then I'm like literally thinking like, and my goal with the podcast is always for like when people who are listening is to that they wish they could be here having the conversation with us, and then thinking like, no way, Chris picked that guy. That was a dumb pick, or no way is he picked that guy. You know, and then think about man, now I wonder what my team would be. And so that's like what I always try to do when I'm creating content that people would be inspired to like also continue this. Maybe they'll hear this and then they'll go on their lunch break and then they'll go talk with their friends like, yo, who would you pick for your superheroes if you had a basketball team? That's what I always try to do when I bring these podcasts about. So Chris, Corey, thanks for coming on. Yep. I'm thanks excited. Us, man. Yep, I'm excited you. to uh, see some more clothing from mm-hmm. Corey. Beginner's Luck. He has a uh, Instagram, right? Yeah. And Instagram at uh, Beginner's Luck Clothing. Then I also have a pop-up shop downtown at SO is at 138 North Queen Street. Downtown Lancaster. Yeah. PA. Just in case we have listeners from outside of the area. And then Chris, when can we uh, maybe, I don't want to put no pressure on you with the KLM, but what's going on with that? So as of right now, just trying to get like website loaded up and everything like that. So I'm hoping to do some, some meetings here in the next week or two, get some logos made up, get everything up and running the way we want to so i'm hoping maybe around when we get to like the the deep part of the playoffs to have everything like running smoothly the way i wanted to because the the blueprints there now we just got to start building everything from there so i'm hoping in the next few weeks here i'll be able to more concretely so for right now you can just the main thing you can find me on is on instagram that's a collymore spelled k-a-l-e-e-m-o-r-e just keep up with me there and then when i got when I'm ready to unveil and pull the drape off, I got you guys. And why don't you uh, tell the listeners what content you feature on your show? So it's uh, just a talk show uh, similar to what we're doing here. Sports, movies, music, things like that. World news, like just pop culture, pop culture, yeah. things like that. Like what's going on, like online, what's going on in the world and stuff like that. Just doing my best to give my perspective on the things that are going on, the things we're watching and stuff like that and the things we enjoy. And just like you said, trying to give different takes so that we're not all listening to the same recycled stuff all the time and everything like that. Because like you said, that stuff does get old because, I mean, how long are we going to keep talking about if Jordan's better than LeBron or if LeBron's better than Jordan or if Kobe's this and that? Like, we, we got to figure something out. It sucks, yeah. though, because you could get all the accolades everybody wants, but it's like if two they're ever compared one-on-one, yeah. it doesn't really matter. Yeah, so go follow them on Instagram. You know, you don't got to – if you follow them on Instagram, you don't have to worry about how to find their content – They'll tell you how to find their content. So, again, guys, thanks for coming out. To all my listeners, thanks for listening. And uh, I'll see you back here next time on the Radar vs. the World podcast. Yep.